1: The Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast. Today we're excited. We're about forty-five days away from our third summit, Craig. Yeah, yes, sir. Third summit, and we're getting hyped. I'm actually, you know, honestly, I've been spending a lot of time, probably an obsessive amount of time, recently, just on bringing current data. You know, because this this summit's going to be more about marketing and stuff, but really just refreshing all the content and staying current. Oh yeah. I feel it's, like it's a new it's decade morning, and I... we need this new, new data set. And so I've been spending, you know, I, I get in these wormholes uh, or, or rabbit holes, I should say, actually a wormhole is probably fun, but I start, I just get obsessed and I kind of do like t- 10 hours a day of just like research and stuff. So I've found some really cool stuff that I can't wait to share with some summit folks that are coming um, and stuff that I've been implementing even last year that I have enough data on that's really working from a marketing perspective uh, for Atlanta Dental Spa. And I know you have some of the same data because we we share this now, but it's just really cool. I'm really excited for this year and what it's going to bring.
0: And, you know, it's cool, Pete. We, yeah. Pete and I had an epiphany when we were kind of reformatting our summit material to to change it up. And we did a deeper dive in financial freedom like pete you know we when we talk about the pnl and, and we talk about overhead and, and production versus collections we are way overestimating what the average our average colleague understands to, to these points because dentistry we, we talk we don't even have the same terminology people are like oh i produced this i'm like well what'd you collect what why does production even matter yeah. and you know we hear about people saying debt and all debt is not bad and and we hear dennis talk about the their, their overhead numbers and what goes into the overhead people don't even understand that you know you you have to pay yourself as a dentist on your PL in order to figure out what your profitability is if you are a shoemaker and you work a, 90 hours a week and you don't pay yourself as a technician as a shoemaker and you say oh i make 100 grand a year if you have to pay someone 120 to replace you you actually don't have a business you have a you
1: job, just bought a job. Exactly. you bought yourself a job exactly bought yourself a job and that actually was a lot of craig and I'm glad you brought that up because that was a big focus yesterday is, you know, I've actually had people walk up to me and, and honestly, when I was probably 23 years old, I thought P and L stood for P, the letter P, N, the letter N L.
0: Yeah. I heard that. I thought that too,
1: you know, like, so, and you're right. So we just assume just because we have battle scars of kind of having to learn business, we assume that everyone knows number one, how to read financial statements. Number two, what to do with that. A data once you get it. So part of you know everyone gets financial statements. I think they can be organized a little bit better, and that's what we're going to talk about at the summit. Is kind of some of that financial acumen or the fourth tier of what we what we think people makes a practice bulletproof, right? The financial aspect. So some of that is just breaking it down, and so you know, just like Craig, just like we talk about, you know, there's so many metrics out there in dentistry, but you and I have kind of distilled it down to like the four that we think move the needle in terms of like you know, move the needle in your practice, you know, we have all these analytics and, you know, all these things that you can look at like production per hour, blah, blah, blah. But you and I have kind of distilled it down in like, what's, what's going to move the needle? Cause at the end of the day you can drown in data just like you can drown in data on a and mm-hmm. So I've kind of, I've kind of done a deep dive into some of that to help, to help give some financial acumen to um, you know, evaluating it and seeing like, Hey, is the train going off the tracks? Yes or no but also
0: just to just to know to to standardize how you're doing is important as well
1: because you know we we talk about how standardized or kind of like or cal- standardize against other people or calibrate like for Ca- yourself calibrate calibrate okay. for
0: yourself so that you have so you have an understanding of like what I like to call entrepreneurial profit so there's you if you're a dentist and you own a practice um if you're a solo doctor you could say okay well what is my entrepreneurial profit what is the benefit that I get for owning this practice, owning and managing this practice. Some of us have negative entrepreneurial profit. Ask me how I know. We've, I've been through that and yeah. done that. So, you know, a doctor will come to me. I'm going to be doing a podcast later today. Um, and I remember talking to one of this doctor's friends. And he says, hey, I want to create what you have. I'm like, well, what do you have exactly? He's like, well, I have a practice. I work three days a week and um, it's just me solo. I've got one associate, but doesn't really do a, a whole lot of dentistry. And I'm like, okay, so what do you want? He's like, well, I want to practice like yours, like Bolden's, because I want to make money when I'm sleeping, when I'm not there. <laughs> so I said, okay, so what do you do? He told me his collections. He told me his overhead. He knew his numbers, which is actually huge, because right. I'd say 90% of people I talk to, they don't even know their numbers. They don't, they, don't under, they don't know what they spend on marketing. They don't know what they spend on facility, staff, sellers, et cetera. And it came to find out this guy was making probably on three days a week, about a million five, working what? three days a week, keeping the practice open three days a week. Um, and I'm like, dude, you're you're crushing it. You're crushing it. So if you have like seven or eight other associates and larger operation, larger overhead, you know, you could possibly go up to 20% in profitability, but you know how much money you'll have to do as a gross to get to 1.5 I mean, do the numbers there. Right. So if you want to get to 20% profitability and, and have passive income, um, I'm doing numbers here quickly. It would be uh divided by 0.2 yeah he's at he's gonna have to build a 7.5 million dollar practice to net
1: with a practice that's 20 yeah 20 profitability right
0: right like he's or he's or he's doing about like 3 million right now with his own hands and the assistants and and a couple hygienists and working three days a week and he's at 1.5 so i think it's really important to re- recognize if it's if it's about fulfillment and fulfilling a vision you know, part of my vision was to have this multi specialty clinic and have everything under one roof. And I thought that was really cool. And that was part of my vision for what would gonna bring me fulfillment. But if it's like if money is what you really want, you that you have to have a different model and approach it from money and fulfillment, not just money or fulfillment. I think it's important.
1: Yeah, and you know, and you get you know this guy because he knew his numbers, right, Craig? I would say that that's probably why he had stuff like that. You get what you focus on. So if you're looking at stuff and tracking, you know, it's Pearson's law, right? If you're looking at all the stuff and tracking it, it tends to grow, in in response because your your psychology is on that. Um, you know, it's funny you bring this up. So I guess we're having a financial talk. I really wanted to talk about some of the cool things going on the summit. Do you want to break this up into, and do another little uh, financial things? I've got some cool stuff about even just talking about debt. Cause you talked about, should we make that a different appeal out? Cause I think that's, I don't want to dilute all this stuff down. Um, let's keep talking about some of the summit stuff. Like the fact that we've got Chris Tuff coming from a leadership standpoint, sure. the millennial workforce. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I'm excited about Chris. I mean, I I know
0: uh, he's written a best-selling book, and you know, you and I always talk about when there's something amazing or something mediocre in the business world. It's revolutionary in the dental world because the <laughs> dental world kind of lags behind. So imagine having something literally epic in the business world. What's that going to mean for the dental world? I mean, Chris Tuff was now
1: he's uh, being retained by Nike, right? He's yeah. flying around working Just- with Nike. Nike, so, Lexis, Nexus, yeah, big, big companies. And, you know, he and I spend some, spend time together and it's funny that his book is called the millennial whisper and he's speaking, you know, he's going to be speaking at our summit and he's just an amazing speaker. Number one, I've seen him a couple of times, but number two, you know, the bulk of our workforce in dentistry, Craig are millennials. Now I would venture to say it is, it's true. Um, and, and probably the bulk of maybe practice owners are not what, what generation are we generation next? We're Generation X, Pete. Yeah. So there's obviously a difference in communication. And the more you can align with what, a lot, what, what drives that culture, meaning that, I'm sorry, that genre of people, the millennial workforce, the more that your practice can thrive. Um, just like we talked, that's why you and I, honestly, I feel like that's why we put a big emphasis on social media in our practices. It's not so much because we want, yes, it does help attract patients, but I feel as though it also helps attract top tier talent for people who want to work for us because. That generation seeks significance a lot more, right? One hundred percent. Yeah, um,
0: and, and and then go- and then what goes into the millennial workforce? The problem is, is guys like you and me, the X's and the ones before us, the boomers, they uh, they really believe that they're frustrated by a lot of the millennial workforce because the millennial workforce wants to work for meaning over just money. They want to want to work for something bigger. That's the context that the social media comes in. They want to see that tribal cultural aspect of the practice and they can resonate with that. They want to vibe with that uh, and identify through their work and millennial. I mean, uh, boomers and X, I mean, w- when we talk generations, I don't want to paint broad brushstrokes. Yeah. Or else Mark, Mark Cooper will come out and punch crush the again. again. <laughs> but it's true that the um, you know, there are trends and generations and you know, the boomers just said a good work ethic is, Acting, you know, you have to look like you're engaged, and they actually faked engagement. Like, remember, um, what was the, the guy in Seinfeld that used to take naps under Costanza? Costanza hmm. would take naps I under his church. desk and shit like that. Uh-huh. And he said, he, he Costanza, I remember one, <laughs> I remember one episode. He's like, I figured out how to to not get bugged at work. Just always walk around like you're mad. So if you walk through the hallway. With- <laughs> No one would say, Hey, George, can you, stand, can you, stand, can you do something? I'm <laughs> so grumpy. That's yeah. And then you're like, Oh, yes. yeah, just leave him alone. He's got a lot on his plate. But, you know, the, and the millennials are just like, hey, I won't even fake it. Like, don't tell me to do something. Like, I got to want to do something. And the Army loves millennials, Millennials, by the way. Because I Army, mean, I love them,
1: too. Honestly, I I'm not going to lie. I love them, I too. And, I, and I, sometimes I look at, like, some of the time, things they say, and I'm like, you know what? You've got it figured out because ours was like, I'll beat you at work. I'll be the first there and the last to leave, and I'll crush you. And they're yeah. like, yeah, you know what? You do that. I'm going to go have dinner with my buddies. <laughs> yeah i'm gonna go to a i'm gonna go to craft brew
0: house and put some beard lube yeah, on it and, and it's gonna and, be awesome and i'm yeah, gonna have be awesome. way
1: better memories than you working 18 hour days you dork i you know? know i know man i know so it's like who, when, I don't when know you and going i going
0: pete when you and i went to uh vancouver and walking around and we met that starbucks employee who was like just there for the season like that shook i was shook on that one i'm not gonna yeah lie. yeah he's just like hey it was so funny he's like showing us head shops we're like oh we're good we're gonna be on stage in like an hour we don't need it's like yeah you know it's legal here i'm like yeah we're, we're cool we're cool he's like, you guys it's... gonna
1: get some tasty tasty runs in to you know yeah, like just exactly. literally just live it i'm gonna go home and take a nap I'm like okay buddy um, uh it's so true Worked all right so we, it, we and we got it, i don't want to spend too much time on the uh on this we can go down definitely rabbit holes so we got bruce coming back yeah bruce baird just you know obviously by
0: the way are you using compassionate
1: finance yet um we are we are using it um i'm really loving it by the way do what
0: i'm loving it i'm loving i'm loving what's going on with it it's it's a great
1: source of uh it's just a great option like we have it craig honestly in our toolbox of you know you still have a care credit and stuff like that but like it's a great quiver in your in your uh, in your arrow
0: a great your, quiver quiver in your arrow no, it's
1: a as i should say it's a great arrow in your quiver there we or go.
0: or whatever you want I, uh, I i like when you isn't make the shit quiver up. the
1: thing that holds it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Quiver, so, yeah. it's a great so, arrow
0: in your quiver or a good is. tool in your toolbox
1: but yeah i'm using it and just you're more like, of a
0: tool in the toolbox guy pete no I've you're just your you're the tool you're the tool the toolbox buddy <laughs> <laughs> no i don't mean that you're a tool i meant that like you're the you're the type of saying that's more like you know you're, oh. a, you're you're a you're a, a silver bullet in the yeti type of guy i think Got it. yeah but no it's true because Compassion- i'm a pseudo redneck you're a pseudo red you're not a pseudo you're a redneck you're <laughs> in your backyard. but um bruce bruce's i mean compassionate finance is cool rather because it, rather than you know the big you know the top uh finance companies kind of taking the money from you and helping the patients this can actually turn you into the bank as well so um you know we you, you know, Pete and I are, are loving it because it's a way to build some passive income. So, right. um, you know, you have a credit worthy yeah. patient, they want to give you a payment plan, give them an interest.
1: Disintermediation, rate. right, buddy? Disintermediation. Um, I tell you, I'm most excited about, I know we kind of made a declaration about, um, you know, having this being more market-based and uh, marketing-based um, and having a bigger emphasis. So all of Saturday is, is really, and I've got to tell you, like, we have some cool things to disclose. Number one, you and I both having now full-time videographers and what we've learned from content creation and stuff like that, literally gone deep dives into paid ads and kind of eyeballs and how much that costs. I've actually just, I haven't even explained, I mean, you shared this with you, like really made some cool discoveries recently about how to do competitive analysis with practices around you and how to crush your competition. How to generate- Are you reducing your paid spend on Google? I am because Good. I've found this way to do well. So, you know, we've got Google, we've got Facebook, we've really been doing, we've got some great stuff that Nathan, you know, Nathan is going to be speaking who who works for both of us. Um, he's going to be talking about like YouTube ads and kind of paid ads and sequences. It's literally like next level shit. Like I'm, I've got chills because I, all this data that I, that I've been, it's just, it's just cool. Well, it's um, cool to
0: think about it because like I was one of the first dentists on my air to start using Google AdWords and pay-per-click and now it's like, why are it's you? It's a crowded competing? pond. It's a crowded fricking pond, man. And
1: guess what? If you're not amazing at it, yeah, you're going to pay the dummy tax. Yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah, the, the dummy, dummy tax, tax, I just looked Craig. You know what the, you know what the click for just Invisalign is by the way, in your area? In whose area? Your area. No, I have no idea. I have, I have it's $11. Wow. So if you're bidding on just Invisalign and someone in Delray and you don't have, you haven't structured that appropriately. And someone says, eh, that's not for me. They click on it, look for 30 seconds and they back. That just cost you 11 bucks. So imagine if you're outsourcing a lot of your marketing, which I'm not saying is a bad thing, but if, if people are setting up your ad budget the wrong way, man, you can really run out of your ad budget really quickly if you, if you that's pay the it, dummy yeah. tax and stuff like that. Yeah. So anyway but also craig i'm getting more into just you know look when you're doing ads you're paying for eyeballs right whether that's youtube facebook whatever and you obviously want those eyeballs to be as cheap as possible but the cheapest thing is organic traffic and i've found some cool ways to really just crush inbound organic low-hanging fruit traffic so well amazing
0: content is you know listen you can you can pay a lot to get a lot of eyeballs. And but have it's not just content. content. It's no, not- but you could, you could have, just let me f- uh, complete the thought because it's kind of a Gary V thing. It's like you can pay a lot of money and have a lot of eyeballs, look at a mediocre, non-compelling story or have a compelling story with fewer eyeballs that you didn't pay and it's going to create
1: a better result. So it's, it's, I'm an glad interesting, you, you brought that up too. So we're actually going to be leveraging, you know, you just got back from a three-day course about the story brand. Yep. Right. Cool. And so we're going to be teaching some of those pearls as well, which is going to be amazing. So just redefining the marketing thing. I know I get excited, excited about this, but it's going to be awesome, dude. And then lastly, and, and what's, yeah, the
0: one that I'm most excited about is the thing I think you're going to say lastly, I have a feeling.
1: The bullet of hygiene. Yes, exactly. I was
0: hoping you are going to say that. It also we'd have to edit this part out, but yes, you, the bullet. Dude, it's like, it's know, cra- I've it's been crazy. So do you know what your numbers were for last year? I just got your numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one one five five For to the hygiene one, numbers. Yeah, your hygiene numbers in 2018. Wait, you just got my numbers? Yeah. So you were 1.55 1. mm-hmm. 5, 5 million in 18. In 2018. And in, in 19, you did 1, 1.9 1. 9 and change. Funny enough, I was one five two, and I'm 1.8. And change like right no about the way. same like you went up like 420 and i went up like 380 or something like that i don't know it was so cool to see we never talked about this before
1: wow this is, so this, you is went, this is you first time. Five, this is not rehearsed One point
0: five five to 1.9 something and i was 1.52 don't quote me on this we have a slide mm-hmm. um and it's 1.8 and change 1.8 high change like 1.88 and you know what i it's so funny because Charissa, um, Dr. Bolton's, uh top hygienist at ADS, and Brittany, my top hygienist at, at Spodek, they got together and um, they're crafting, they crafted this really amazing program. And it's designed because um, Charissa's just been this rockstar hygienist, $500,000 production per year. And um, I sent Brittany up to spend a day with Charissa, what was that, about a year ago. And yeah. Brittany's much of a self-starter. She went there, she picked her brain and she not only what made her hygiene practice go up, 150 or 200 grand for that year, but she brought the eight other hygienists in my practice all up on average of 100, you know, 50 to 100 grand. So we actually increased for almost 400 grand, but we lost a hygienist and we lost four hygiene days. So we increased our production, our collections to, you know, almost one That's amazing less hygiene days, which is super cool. And it's yeah, funny because I, I, watch, I, you know, you know me. I'm a Facebook addict, so I'm always on Facebook, looking at these these channels of dentistry. And there's a, there's a dialogue and a narrative going on about like, oh, the hygienist is such a prima donna, and I can't believe they want blank dollars per or hour. Or a lost leader. Lost leader. And how do you make them happy? They want so much money, I can't even keep them happy. And ours are entrepreneurs. You know, they get, you know, we're going to talk about some effective ways to put them into a a compensation plan that doesn't hurt the business. Mm -hmm. You know, I've built the wrong hygiene compensation plan, unfortunately. And it's hard to undo things like that. So it's better to learn. I think from we all things. have. Yeah,
1: I think we all have built things that you kind of, in hindsight, you look back. But you know, you do you do the best with the data set that you have, and you know, and right. so. But that's why it's good to be exposed to this stuff. Like that's why the summits and masterminds are so important because you get exposed to that. And maybe you don't change, Craig. Like there's some some things that I've seen of yours and vice versa that we haven't changed. But at least I audited my process, meaning I was looking at it and saying all right, I see what he's doing, it's working, but I'm going to stay the course because that wouldn't work in my ecosystem, right? Yeah. But, it's, but there have been plenty of things that I've changed, you know, ADS bucks, um, you know, like that, you know, getting that from, from, from you guys. And there's so many pearls that you just pull from that. So that's why I think that coming to something like the summit is great because just exposing them, you know, exposing the people listening, your, your hygienist to the four minute mile, if you will. Metaphorically yep, speaking, exactly. right? Because then they know like what is possible, you know. And when you have a hygienist that produced, yeah Sharisa produced, I guess I'll just share this, you know, five hundred eighty-seven thousand one year. Uh, I don't know if it's last year or the year before, but like that. And when you say
0: produce, you mean collected, by the yeah, way. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Thank you, thank you for that. No, it's so true,
0: though. It's so we're getting.
1: It's just it's just habit, right? Know, I've been I've been tra- I've been trained dogmatically like a like a dentist from dental school. So yeah. yes, she collected that. um Yeah because I guess she could have had a million dollar trophy in there right that she produced exactly <laughs> and she never collected it yeah 1 million dollars uh, um but uh, but it is exciting, and honestly, I'm glad to see it in hygiene because I, as I've done a little due diligence in the space, Greg, ha- launching Bulletproof Hygiene is cool because w- you and I talked about this. There's kind of a void in the hygiene space, and I really think that they're the champions of dentistry. I truly yeah, sure believe they that. They are <clears> the pillars <throat> of our practices and from all sets, from from enrolling treatment to keeping people healthy. They're, they're really the, I think, I'm not going to say, yeah, they're just the champions of dentistry. Um, and so I'm glad to see that there's now a space that we can um, – you know, walk hand in hand with the Bulletproof Hygiene launch. So I'm really excited that these gals are, are going next level. And, um, you know, that's a Saturday thing. So, But it's, what's been really cool is we've had a ton of people sign up. You know, I thought there'd be maybe a handful of, of gals and, you know, or hygienists for this first one, but, like, it's taken off um already. So I'm just really excited. I'm, I'm most excited about this summit. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to yeah. lie to you.
0: No, I am too. Not to take anything away from the previous, well, I mean, listen, but like listen, there's what, so
1: much to deliver on this one.
0: What, what, we, what both you and I like, we have a very similar values. Um, I mean, any good relationship has overlapping values and beliefs. And one of the things that Pete and I always talk about is that we just don't want to, we want to move the needle. We want to actually help people. So when we get those emails saying like, I went to your summit, I went from blank millions to this many millions. You really helped me. That's why we do this crap. And, you know, we, not this crap, but that's why we do this work. And adding um, the Bulletproof hygiene, we are just that alone. That alone will increase your practice. So if you're bringing a hygienist to that, kudos to yeah, you. Yeah, kudos but,
1: to you. And you've actually had guys, I, yeah, I've seen private messages where you're like, dude, I'm bringing my whole team and um, yeah, my whole that. hygiene team and stuff. It's So it's going to be cool. It's uh, again, I well, won't. I won't say that I'm excited again, but it's yeah. I'm it's excited. It's kind of it. obvious, um, um, and that's it. You know, um, let's wrap this one, buddy, and then let's re-record another one. I know we're having a dialogue right here live on the podcast, but let's re-record because I want to talk about um, debt and refinancing debt and some cool arbitrage that's going on right now. And I want to um, talk about how
0: debt, just debt, is not something to be afraid of. You know well, what I mean? Yeah. Like in certain as, just certain
1: instances. Well, I mean, just like don't unpack it who, here. Hey. Don't unpack it here. Let's unpack it. Let's stop. Let record. Okay. done. Close us out, buddy. Close us out. Oh, that's all part of the podcast. It's so
0: cool. I thought we're like, we're like, we're in between edits here. This is cool. No.
1: Close us. out. All right.
0: Well, listen, we're looking forward to seeing all you guys that are registered for the summit. Once again, it's no, I'm sorry, February 27th, 28th and 29th in beautiful, sunny Houston, Texas. Pete's guaranteed the weather to be perfect that weekend. So if you haven't registered, uh, we're 45 days out. We still have a couple seats left. Don't hesitate. Get in there. Um, Pete and I are passionate about changing dentistry um, and changing the lives that it affecting. Uh, helping change those people that it and don't
1: forget. If you're on the fence, I know it sounds like we're pushing this, but really, it'll move the needle for you. And if it doesn't, you got a 10 times guarantee. Look at our 10x guarantee at bulletproofsummit.com. And I'm still waiting for someone else to show me a dental example. Con- summit conference. Consulting, consulting, whatever that that is doing anything similar. So, you got to have the chops to stand behind that. So, come on, peeps, we can't wait to see you. All right, likewise. Over now, buddy. See. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Bulletproof Dental Practice podcast. If you got any value or insight from today's episode, we ask for your help. First, review us on iTunes. It creates awareness to help others find us, and it literally takes like five seconds. Second, if you want to stay in touch with announcements and updates, text the words bulletproof, all one word to three, four, five, three, four, five. We promise not to bombard you with spam text. Also, don't forget to check out our upcoming summit 2020 registration page at BulletproofSummit.com. We're going to be focusing on digital marketing, including social media. Do not miss this one for real. Thanks y'all.